0: Test, test, test. Test, test.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome here. I'm Lauren.
0: And I'm Mitchell.
1: And this is the Purpose Kitchen Pod.
0: Episode three. Three. How do you feel about it?
1: Uh, I feel good. Yeah, I feel really uh good. I think it'll only go up from here.
0: I think so, too. The first one was a little bit like what the heck's going on we yeah. just kind of rolled with it the second one it may sound like it went smoothly but it did not go smoothly
1: no not at all actually we like recorded it a week before and then it we didn't really like it so then we re-recorded it and then things got cut out like our mic my mic stopped working so we had to re-record our certain points the blueberries it was just a gong show yeah i realized I listened to it this morning actually when I was on the treadmill, our podcast, just to hear what it sounded like. And I do need to talk louder.
0: Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm like I don't want to be rude, but I'm always like Lauren, like maybe you could consider possibly talking a little bit louder.
1: I'm just not that loud of a talker, I don't think.
0: I mean, you could be though. You just a little bit like like two notches up.
1: Yeah. I can talk, that's for sure, but I'm just not loud. Yeah. So to project my voice, that's what I'm realizing in my new job. Trying to project my voice is really hard for me. I'm not very good at it.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely like something that you gotta get used to.
1: Yeah, and with a mask on, it makes a total difference too, because you're just trying to like you're trying to talk through the mask now.
0: Okay, so this week we are talking about what it means to kind of be plant-based.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great place to start.
0: Yeah, and so for some people, they're like, I'm plant-based and it's a diet. But for other people, they're like, I am a vegan and it's more than a diet. It's like a way of being in the world.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people start... Well, not maybe a lot, but many people, I think, start being uh, vegan as a diet, maybe a weight loss, a quick a quick fix diet. But I think a lot of times it turns into that lifestyle choice where you just start to feel really good, then you kind of start doing your, some more research and you're like, "Oh my gosh, uh, I'm helping not only my body but my the environment, the world, animals, all that good stuff. So
0: people too
1: and people.
0: Yeah, I think for some people it's like, yeah, I'm vegan. I just want to uh, eat things with less cholesterol and just want to live a more healthy lifestyle, a more sustainable lifestyle for myself and the environment. Then there's people who are like, I'm vegan because I am like anti the subsidized industry of animal farming and the ethics. And veganism is ultimately about being an anarchist. And some people are those kind of vegans. And I think that there's a spectrum of vegans.
1: Yeah, for sure. And there's those vegans who, I mean, just like any kind of lifestyle choice are kind of an in-your-face kind of vegan. But sometimes we need those people, you know?
0: What do you need them for?
1: I think to really raise the awareness, like, there's kind of a funny story. Yeah, so this girl who's intense for the animals, which is great, I posted this picture at this farm that I thought was an animal sanctuary that turned out to be more of a petting zoo kind of style Um, and she commented on my picture just saying like hey I don't know if you know this but this place actually kills the cow kind of calling me out in my public space on my Instagram photo so I DM her and she just explained to me what the information she found out about this farm and what they did we had a great conversation I told her yeah I'm vegan I had no idea thanks for letting me know blah 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 But yeah, in that moment, I was kind of like stressed. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to think that I'm some, I don't know, pro petting zoo kind of person which I'm not. So I think that um, for me, it's way better just to have a conversation like her and I did anyways rather than her commenting on my photos that other people could see. I think passion is definitely okay. You can be passionate about something and be intense but you have to kind of come at it in a in a genuine way. Yeah. Rather than an attack.
0: And how do you do that?
1: Call someone in, don't call someone out.
0: Yeah, so what does it mean to like call someone in compared to call someone out?
1: I think calling someone in would just be opening up a conversation about that topic. Calling someone out, it calling when she called me out I kind of felt like ashamed, embarrassed, uncomfortable, a little bit anxious, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, what is the intention if you really are concerned about someone not knowing something? Like, if that's your concern, is it the best to do it publicly? Probably best to to like call on them in a different way. And I think that there there is a place for calling people out sometimes, you know? But I think, I don't know that it's super effective in getting people to to change.
1: No, because I think immediately you go into defense mode, right? Like immediately you kind of have your arms up i yeah. don't know
0: um, so what does being a vegan mean to you
1: it's changed a lot over the last i'd say 2 years i think when i first went when i first went vegan it was more yeah it was more for like a diet healthier lifestyle to like eat cleaner and more whole foods but then the more research i did and i the vegan calculator and all these things Um, articles and podcasts that I listened to it changed so I would say now being a vegan means to me to love and accept all living things
0: yeah and I think like a part of that loving and acceptance is like the liberation of those things those living things that have the like capacity to feel right I kind of arrived there because of Lauren that's she kind of got there first and then I was like you know what? Yep. I'm in. So then I was like, well, this actually does does kind of make a lot of sense. Like they don't really have a, a voice at all. Um, but then I think that this kind of leads into the next part of what we wanted to talk about, which is white veganism. So we're talking about seeking the liberation of all things that have the capacity to feel. Okay. So white veganism means to dismiss the ways that veganism can function as neocolonialism and contribute to a supremacist ideology. Um, So, in order for veganism to not be colonial, it has to be rooted in anti-racism and acknowledge the ways that things like culture and race and everybody's individual story all intersect with one another. Something that actually Lauren told me about was seals.
1: From my Indigenous Studies course? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in this Indigenous Studies course on government and politics, and We watched a documentary on seals in the Inuit communities. And at first I was like kind of on the side that they shouldn't hunt seals when we first started watching this documentary. Because, yeah, obviously that's where my heart goes. But then listening to their stories and like that the government has raised the prices so much that they can't afford normal food at their grocery store. Like outrageous amounts, like $18 for a milk. So they live off these seals. But then all of a sudden, the government came in and said it was illegal for them to to hunt seals anymore. They also used to, like, sell the seal skin to make clothes. And that's how they kind of made their money as well. So watching this documentary my heart was like changing as i was watching it because at first i was like they shouldn't kill the seals like that's so mean and so cruel these poor seals and then by the end of the documentary no they should kill the seals which is so weird i didn't think that i would feel that way but if they can't afford food because of our government
0: yeah like the government has created like an imposed dependency on food that's not even affordable so they're like we're going to cut you off from the ways that you used to feed yourself. And you you have to eat food this way from this grocery store. So then it's kind of tough because it's like, okay, you want to liberate all beings. Um, so part of you is like, yeah, I want to liberate the seals. I don't want to see a seal die. But if you, right, and that's where I think that whole like neocolonialism kind of comes in. Like you're imposing an, an ideal on another culture or another community. You want to liberate animals but you also want to liberate people
1: right and with inuit people it's a part of their culture like they've grown up with seal meat and a lot of their dishes are made with seal meat so cutting that completely out and being like nope you have to buy food that is a ridiculous amount of money i don't know i think it's kind of stripping away their culture as well as not being able not giving them the food that
0: yeah like their sustenance right all that's say neocolonialism not great Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of how white that's maybe a quick example of how uh, white veganism kind of manifests is when it doesn't consider um, all living beings, especially human beings um, and especially human beings who are marginalized um, when it kind of seeks values, animal liberation over human liberation or it just kind of neglects it altogether. And so that version of veganism is is also harmful there's kind of like veganism as a diet, but then there's also veganism as like, as a system of ideals. Um, And so some people talk about this as being the difference between capital V veganism and then lowercase veganism. Lowercase veganism would be just your diet.
1: Mm -hmm. What would you say you are?
0: Whoa. I would say that um, I'm capital V vegan. I mean, it's just that cheese stuff. The part for me that, i really like is the part about liberating all beings um especially ones that don't have uh, a voice or are having their voice actively suppressed yeah that's right matt what about you
1: yeah i'd say for sure when i first started when i first went vegan i was a lowercase b vegan because i just wanted to lose weight <laughs> is honestly the truth that's fair but then yeah now for sure i'm uppercase V vegan um cuz yeah i i don't really care about the weight anymore i care way more about the all living things for sure
0: yeah you don't even weigh yourself
1: no i, I don't i just think for my own mental health <laughs> it's best yeah. not to
0: yeah and that's something same like for me i was like i this isn't healthy
1: no it it didn't do anything for me besides just making me be like dah, every time and even if it, i did like what I saw I would still be like ah uh. so for me it's just, it just makes more sense not to um blame myself if my pants fit we're good nice you know
0: so what is kind of your uh what's kind of your measure now of where you're at if it's not the number on the scale
1: I would say how I feel for sure um like do I feel tired do I feel mentally tired and drained yeah but if yeah I would definitely just go from how my clothes fit because i think that 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 shows everything yeah clothes fit you're good how you feel how you feel is key if you feel good you feel mentally healthy you feel awake and energized then i think you're you're doing something right
0: yeah totally and that's not to say that right like you can definitely not be a vegan and and still feel good about yourself oh of course um, we're not trying to be like, hey, this is the only way to feel good about yourself.
1: No, I think that you can eat a super clean diet being non-vegan for sure. And you can still wake up in the morning and feel good and feel energized.
0: And we, we know people who don't make any effort to eat clean and they're still feeling great.
1: You know what? Yeah. Screw those people because I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I wish I could eat like garbage and still feel energized and awesome I really do wish that I could eat all the junk food in the world and wake up in the morning feeling so energized and ready to take on my day I really envy those people
0: yeah I used to be able to just crush remember like when you're a kid you can just crush a bag of chips oh and my it's gosh like, yeah it's like nothing
1: my little sister she she would actually she would eat like four pizza pops and a grilled cheese and all this crazy stuff and she just would still have a six-pack and I was like, you know what, Chloe? One day it's going to catch up to you. She's like, no, I won't. No, I won't. And I don't get it. It just doesn't catch up to her. And I don't understand. So yeah. she's so, she's blessed. I don't know. She got the good genes. Everybody's
0: got different metabolism. And that's yeah. something important too, I think, around the conversation of like body positivity is like, some people have to work a lot harder to get the same result as other people. Um, and so that's not something you ever want to, also not something you ever want to shame someone for. Um, because yeah, People, everyone's body's different and totally. you know reacts differently I'm gonna pop a bubbly I know some people some people kind of like this hey like the sounds
1: the ASMR
0: or whatever yeah like. I'll do it flavored. it's peach flavored it's a new one it's a new one I think it's my favorite second um, is cherry
1: yeah we love black cherry
0: Lauren's a big lime fan though
1: I like the lime I think it's just I don't know I don't know why I like the lime so much
0: Like for the lime
1: yeah it's but that one i find is the most flavorful it's very limey
0: for me the cherry one's the best but okay here we go wow all right so bubbly's delicious some people actually maybe that's kind of contentious
1: not a lot of people actually like like i think so many people like sparkling water like flavored sparkling water but i think most people would pick the pop over sparkling water
0: yeah I think some people think it's gross. So, well, we think it's delicious. I like it. Yeah. And I always find like there's kind of like, I feel like when you meet someone else who likes sparkling water, you kind of, you share, you share something with them, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It's kind of like... A bond. Yeah, a bond. An instant bond. Instant bond. You're like, whoa, wait, what? And then when you find out someone shares the same favorite flavor as you... (laughs)
1: Like best friends. Besties. Like best friends for life.
0: Best friends for life. You could even be like, be... B F L best, best bubbly, bubbly friends friend for, for life. life. I love that. Nice. That's okay. what
1: Mitchell and I are.
0: Wait, we're just friends?
1: Just bubbly friends.
0: Oh, this is a little off. <laughs> <awkward>. I thought <laughs> I thought it was a little bit more, but um, just kidding. That's cool. I guess yeah, we'll just drink. No, that just it. like
1: adds on top of our relationship.
0: Yeah, it's like bonus.
1: It's a bonus. We both like yeah. bubblies.
0: If you're like in love with someone and they don't love bubblies, that's okay. It's you know it's not a deal breaker, but if they do. It's a huge bonus.
1: Yeah, I think for you it would maybe be a deal breaker. Mitchell's like obsessed with bubblies. He fiends for bubblies.
0: Since day one, ever since I had the first one, I was like, "This is spectacular."
1: Yeah, you like crave them.
0: I do actually. Yeah,
1: it's become like a kind of a little addiction.
0: Honestly, that's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we're gonna wrap it up, but
1: yes. Yeah, so actually, we have more. We have more. We've recorded more, we just didn't want to take up too much of your time with our this episode part one.
0: With bubbly talk?
1: No, everyone wants to hear the bubbly talk. But we're going to post the other part of our episode, part two, next week.
0: Yeah, so well hope you like part one.
1: Yeah, I mean, we hope that some something resonated with you.
0: You know, I think that we talked about some stuff that we gave you a little glimpse into some things that we talk about and... Um, things that we have been trying to learn more about.
1: Yeah, I really have Mitchell to thank for a lot of my uh, research because if it wasn't for him, I might have still be a lowercase v vegan. I I did some research of my own for the animals, but I never really for the people. And I think now it's definitely sparked an interest um, to keep researching on the people side of veganism. Yeah. So thank you.
0: Well, thank you for. I didn't even look into it until you, you right? Like, I was like, oh, Lauren's vegan. I was not even a vegetarian. I was basically a vegetarian, but I, I still had chicken and stuff. That's um, not
1: basically a vegetarian, dude.
0: <laughs> okay, true.
1: Yeah, I'm basically a vegetarian. I ate chicken, but. <laughs>
0: basically, vegetarian. I ate meat, but like. Was... But still,
1: mindset, vegetarian. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that's yeah you're right um anyways I started looking into like the health parts of veganism at first um and then uh I something I I like to write you know papers on for school is always like justice and different ways that um you can achieve it and where to kind of what areas kind of serve as like catalysts for justice and then I was like hold on a minute Justice has everything to do with food, um, whether it's like food sourcing, sustainability, farmers' rights, consumer rights, um, has everything to do with justice. So then I started looking into it, and I was like, what is some crazy stuff going on here? You have, you actually had introduced me to the concept of white veganism, and that was kind of a catalyst in like being like, once I looked more into that, then we kind of discovered a bunch more other things mm. that I think were really useful, but...
1: Yeah, so we want to encourage you to do your research as well. There's lots of content out there, lots of articles, lots of podcasts, lots of videos that you can read and absorb.
0: Yeah, and once when you take it in, don't just take it in though, you know, do something about it.
1: Yeah, a little goes a long way, you know.
0: Yep, nothing is for nothing.
1: No, totally not.
0: Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, stay tuned for part two.
1: Yeah, part two next week. Uh, if you have any comments or questions about this podcast, please reach out to us. We would love to hear your feedback. And we're loving this. So we're going to we keep yeah. on Call us trucking. in
0: if you, you know.
1: Yeah, call us in. Don't call us out. Call us in. Uh, yeah, thanks so much I mean, for We'll do the same. Us. We'll do the same. Totally. So thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you. We'll catch you in the next one. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.